Good morning, motivators. 17 October 2018. Heading down to administer the second exam, second lecture exam of the semester. One, two, three, freaking A and P. Griffins, let's go. You know, I have a, a unique, I think, a very different approach to exams. I try to impress it upon my students, and it's interesting in this first fall semester, you know, in the fall, got a brand new crop of students straight out of high school off summer break, and they've got, you know, they're starting a journey, and so they're very cautious. They don't want to step on any unsteady parts of the trail unsteady rock and risk falling to the earth down the mountain that they're trying to climb, right? So no missteps. So therefore, they don't always trust me. There's 60 students uh, staring down from an amphitheater and they don't always trust Dr. O. They don't know me. They're going to take a risk, maybe smile, maybe say maybe say, have a good day, stuff like that, but more often, they are apprehensive until they take their first exam, and so some of them, they took that exam and their confidence has been bolstered, they feel like this is something they can do, that they've got a reasonable reasonable professor, that I test on what I teach, and I try to help them, that was the goal. There's always a few, though, that didn't perform well or are still intimidated. I got the next test, you know. So they're not, despite maybe performing middle of the road on their first exam, now they are, they're encouraged, but there's a lot of material. We're covering the musculoskeletal system, so all the bones, all the muscles of the body, joints, and it's a lot, you know, a lot of potential things to test them on. Can't test them on at all. I got 50 questions, basically. Multiple choice, some fill in the blank, a nice healthy bonus. So, yeah, I'm heading in now. I got a couple of messages the night before, or last night. Asking, hey, Dr. O, what's going on? Just to let you know, some people are flipping out about the exam because we had this break. On Tuesday, we were off because they had fall break. We had this break, and they probably didn't spend it to to study sufficiently, right? Probably were messing around. So now they're scrambling, trying to fit it all in at the last minute. I'm trying to reassure them, but at the same time, they need to prepare, right? can't reassure you haven't studied. That's the ultimate re- reassurement. So my, what is unique about my approach is this. I have 50 questions, and I told you the breakdown of them. There's freaking shitloads of knowledge to know, but you have 50 questions. Are you going to get the right, select the right answer of the five question multiple choice? Are you going to know what you're talking about or mistake it, the knowledge for something else and select the wrong answer? Are you going to choose C just because 
old wives' tale that a middle-of-the-road answer is better than no answer at all. So, what I do is, regardless of whether or not you know the correct answer, you circle it and identify the correct multiple-choice answer, that you are going to write everything you know about that topic. So let's say I ask you what the the shaft of the long bone of a long bone is otherwise known as. Well, the correct answer is the diaphysis. The diaphysis is the, is the shaft, and the epiphyses are the ends of the bone. There's even something called the metaphysis. It's kind of in between those two. And there's an endosteum, which is the inner lining of the bone um, marrow cavity. So, let's say you booger it. You select the wrong answer. Okay. You rectify that in, to a degree by adjacent the test question, drawing a diagram of a long bone, and labeling everything that you know. So that, as if to say, okay, I may not know the answer to that question, Dr. Rowe, but this is what I do know. And so, for that approach... You will at least get partial credit, and you might get the whole damn answer correct if I see that you, in some way, answer the question inside your diagram. So you can do that and mark the entire paper up. My, the philosophy being, even though I devised this test and you know the test makers and the professors of the world are, are still looked at as, in, in, to a degree, as infallible and you, know, you can't question them, it's not my approach. I fuck up every day, and on this examination, I want them to demonstrate what they know, not what I am going to test them on, what I happen to test them on. Yes, it's important stuff. Yes, standardized testing is part of our world right now. It's what we use to assess learning. Have you learned? You know, do basic addition and subtraction. Now I'm going to take a test, attempt questions, one point a question, right? There is some validity in that. That's what we have. But there are people who learn differently and different strategies to help people understand information. And we can't always correctly assess that for every individual. So that's what I'd like to do. I would hope that the students would take solace in that and find that reasonable. And for many it is really, it's great. I mean, they'll take, I'll take a picture of some of these exams and you'll see them all marked up with pictures drawn all over and little buzzwords and um, little cute references to some content that I covered in whatever way in class or in one of our, you know, ancillary methods like Facebook or the discussion board. The whole idea is to connect everything about the knowledge. Sorry, dude. Try to let that guy in. It ain't gonna happen. Um, so, some of them make it a freaking work of art. I love it. And others, they don't fill any extra information out, but they'll select the wrong answer, and they'll they'll booger the bonus. So, you know, it's it can be pretty crazy. But I'm trying. I'm trying for them, and I think that the majority of my students do enjoy me and find my methods reasonable. We have high standards for anatomy. 
on that note, tell you a quick story. I have a friend of mine who is a, another teacher at the college. She's a coach. And uh, she came to see me and we were talking about students and some of the students that, uh, that are on her teams that came into the office, etc., etc. And I said, oh, yeah, you know, man, I was, I'm so eager to please these guys. I really hope that, you know, when the students come to practice and games that they, they speak highly of, uh, of their experiences in A&P and do my best. Said, you know, she's like, yeah, yeah, they say great things, you know. I, you know, sometimes I'll send new students in to shadow a class if they're looking at the nursing program or whatever. I'll send them to, you know, whatever class. And usually I'll look them up on like a rate your professors before I send them in so I know they get a good experience. But sometimes they don't have time. So I didn't have time with you, but everybody said great things about you. Well, so that's very nice. I said, you know, I look on, I said, I, I looked on rate my professors a while back. My, after my first year of teaching, I was very eager to please and, and very wanting some validity, even though I had gotten it in the form of surveys that the students had to fill out every year. Looking for some validation that I was doing well. And I went on, and there was a, a half a dozen reviews on Rate My Professor. It says, you know, let's say four of those reviews were glowing. Love Dr. O, best professor in the world. Great. I'd love to hear that. The other two were like, oh, I don't know. Sometimes he lays it on a little thick with the more, it's early in the morning for his crap. And, you know, I get in there, I get real zany and try to motivate him, you know, but this person did not appreciate that apparently. All you got, another one's like, all you got to do is just, you know, he doesn't take attendance after the first month or so. So, you know, it's an 8 o'clock class, so that was good. Glad he didn't take attendance because I wouldn't have been on there. You know, so a little bit insulting. It makes you wonder, should I be taking attendance? Should I be, you know, trying to add more levels of accountability to keep them in, in their seats? Because this is just the nature of the beast. You know, if you're trying, if you got to multiple classes and different professors and stuff, you're trying to spread your resources in terms of energy and knowledge and all this stuff, obviously they need to cut corners and do what they need to do, figure out the system, and then they, you know, either come to class or don't, or they study in their own unique way, and as long as they can pass the test, that's really what it's about, and that's what I'm saying, that kind of sucks, the whole standardized education thing where you know, you sit in, in a big room and somebody talks at you for two hours or whatever, and then they test you. It's just a matter of figuring out what you need to know. I think the best type of study is self-study, self you know, where you actually read a book or look at the content, make it your own, understand it like that. And with, you know, social media, with the technology that we have today, there are just unprecedented methods and, le and levels of our ability to package up this material and get it to our students to help them learn, right? 
So I tell her this that I had looked on Break My Professor, and this is what I found, and that I was, it was a mixed bag, and that I was kind of disappointed about that. And she said, All right, well, yeah, well I'm sure that you did well. So after the conversation, she goes home and she goes on my, my rate your professor, looks me up. And she came back the next visit and said, I don't know what you're talking about. They, they, these students love you. They were saying some incredible things. Like, you're the best. You're the king of A&P and all this stuff. And she said there were a few negative reviews, but on those, there were like 20 thumbs down. So like if somebody sees a review and they don't like it, they don't agree with it, they can give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And so anybody who who basically disliked, you know, said something negative about my class or their experience, these people shouted them down sort of in a newfangled social media way. And at least that made me happy, you know, because when I get my paper surveys back, the students got to take it and grade you on all these different criteria, you know, a bunch of bullshit they don't even want to take the time to read and, and fill out, you know, on a, the, do you agree, disagree, don't have an opinion that Dr. Oberst covered all the thick material in the syllabus. They don't want to fucking have to fill a bubble sheet out like that, right? So what they do do is they leave a little blurb at the bottom of the sheet. And I'm telling you, like, at least every other survey that I read of maybe 80 surveys said something to the effect of Dr. O is the king of AMP. He really cares. I wish he could teach all my classes. Really, really heartfelt comments. And that's what I'm shooting for. And that's what I love. That's what I want to try to be. I want to serve and I want to meet their expectations and exceed them. Help them. You know? What can I do to make their experience better? New and improved. And so I got my validation. That was a that was very important to me. So I guess I'm a pretty decent teacher. At the very least, I care. And as I drive in on this, what looks to be a very beautiful, sunny, crisp fall morning in light traffic, I'm thinking about these motivators and I'm imagining the stress hormones that are surging through their body and that they're waking up just like me, drinking a cup of coffee and just wanting to show up and perform and they second guess themselves and they're worried and as somebody who has been there and is still there in a lot of ways I want to take that pain away to the degree that I can part of test anxiety is it just you know life is anxiety honestly 
it's a balance between that fight and flight and rest and digest, right? There's plenty of things that we worry about, and a lot of things we worry about we can't always impact. But the sun will rise tomorrow. And it's another opportunity to go out there and do battle. And that's what I'm doing today. That's my motivation for today. Is to make these griffins feel like they can. And like they're supported. And like I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. If they show me what they're made of, what they know, I will stand with them. If you leave blanks, if you leave into any doubt, then you're going to get that answer wrong. And so, here we go. I want everybody to have a great week. My week has has, uh, been quite good. I sold a friggin' eagle carving. I loved it. I put every every bit of creativity and effort as I could into this carving. I, I really enjoyed making it. Sold it to my good friend Val, who's going to bring it up to her mountain house. Made me feel the love. Took care of some wonderful patients yesterday. And really had some good experiences. Had some people rely on me. And, uh, you know, I love that. Had a nice meal with my family. Got to snuggle a little bit with them. See them off to school and work. And life is good. Want everybody to have a great day.